It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, Simon Marcel. The accent is French. We're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationship, and I'm going to get to you call soon. But first, I received an email at therendezvousshow.com that I want to read to you because I think it really is the spirit of this show. Somebody wrote this to me. She said, Bonjour, Simon. My name is Tonya. My husband had a massive stroke in the fall of 2019 and has been in a nursing home since November. So many people say for me to just forget him because the chances of him coming home is very little. I never knew I could love another like I do my husband. Even though I haven't got to see him since February of this year, my heart still yearns for him and I can't just walk away. I listen to your show every time you're on and I wanted to share my love story with you and your listeners. True love means standing by the one you love no matter what. Thank you, Simon, for your show. Thank you, Tanya, for your email. And yes, true love is rain or shine. I agree with you 100%. Thank you for this inspiring email. I hope your husband recovers soon. Uh, your calls and your questions are next, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lucie. Bonjour, Simon. So I understand that uh, you have an issue with your boyfriend. What is going on with him? Well, we've been together a little over a year, and we just recently moved in together. Um, I think he's my person. Like, we're really happy together, and now we're sharing a home. So, of course, you know, we're sharing some expenses, and sometimes I feel like maybe he gets pressured by his friends a little bit to spend more money than he really is comfortable spending. Like, you know, maybe he'll pick up the tab on, like, a dinner that might be a little a little expensive or things like that. And now that we're living together and we have this house, sometimes I worry he's spending too much because he can't say no, you know, to his friends. Sure. I don't I don't know if I should talk to him about it or just trust him that he knows what he's doing and that I don't know I need your help. <laughs> okay. All right. So, have you talked together about finance and debts and stuff like that or not yet? No, we have. Um so we I know his full financial picture. Um he knows mine. I know that he makes enough money to support what he's doing, but I guess I just I just get nervous because, you know, plumbing issues come up in the house or we want to put an addition on the house. I just worry, you know. I understand. So I think it would be great to have a conversation. Always after a good meal, by the way, because men get grumpy when they're hungry. So this conversation <laughs> must be at the end of a lunch or dinner. And then you said, listen, um, don't talk about the fact he spends too much. Just talk about putting a rainy funds by both of you for plumbing, for things like this. So you said, listen. Um, I think we should both save and put in a third account that we both have together for rainy days mm -hmm. for the house, for this, for that. How do you feel about it, right? And mm, that will be the open conversation, like you know, item of like teamwork, team spirit on the money. And then if he feels, oh, my God, you know, I don't know if I can do that, that you say, well, maybe, and you always say we, don't say you. Maybe we spend mm -hmm. a little less in entertainment with friends, maybe we, so we can have this rainy, fun day in case something happens and that like allows that. you to open up yeah. okay this is why you are the master of love and relationships that is that is amazing advice i am so uh. glad i called you thank you so much
Well, Lucy, thank you. That's what I'm here for. So thank you so much for your kind words and have a great conversation with your boyfriend. I think it's going to be all good. I will. Well, uh, how do they say thank you, right? Merci, merci. Merci, merci beaucoup. Merci, Simon. Merci, Lucy, et bonsoir. You know that when you date somebody, sooner or later, if things are going well, you're going to have to talk about finance. So first, let's talk about when is it the time to talk about finance. Next. So maybe you've been there before. You know, you meet somebody wonderful. Things are going really well. So at first, you, know, you go out, you do this, you do that, and then you get, you know, romantic, and then maybe, you know, you know, you both you have a place, and then you wonder, you know, should we move in together or not? And then we go back to the reality of, you know, money, finance. You know, there's a saying, no romance without finance for good reason. You've got to build the tree of love on the solid roots, and you can't do this with instability. So when is it the right time to talk about money? When, A, you're exclusive, no point of talking about money before you become exclusive. I, I think that's too early. It would be awkward, I think. And two, when you want to move in together. So that gives you the opportunity before you do this to talk about money, debts, income, taxes, everything else. Transparency is key. But how do you talk about those questions? I'm going to help you with that next. So think of that. You've been together for, let's say, six months. You're exclusive, and uh, one of you uh, leases up, and you're thinking, mm, you know, I would like to move in with her or with him, you know, and, but I don't know his or her's income. I don't know how to talk about money. How do you do it? Well, here's how you do it. Always find a good reason to talk about it. Don't go blend, hey, how much money are you making? That's too direct. But you say, you know, uh, have you ever thought about, you know, maybe moving together? You know, is it something you think about? And that is the opening. And once you have opened this door, you say, you know, I feel comfortable opening uh, my information to you. Do you feel the same? And you, you know, you open with a question. And if your partner says yes, well, then you just, you know, upon about income, taxes, debt, and savings. And then you're transparent because that's a sign of trust, okay? That's the way to do it. And it works well if you're honest. Be honest, disclose, and be yourself. Any questions, 855-905-8255. Any questions for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Hope. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I understand your boyfriend is making you nervous. How, how so? How is he making you nervous these days? Yes. So, he, he's so angry when it comes to politics that we can't even have a discussion um, about anything. He goes on these long rants, and, and I can't get a word in. And oh. honestly, it keeps getting worse and worse. And I get nervous moving forward in this relationship with, you know, an election coming up. Um, I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that. What do you, what do you think? Sure. Before I answer, um, how do you feel emotionally when he starts ranting or becomes so, you know, intense? How does that make you feel? You know, very shut out. Like, I'm not heard. Um, it's hard to have a discussion. You know, it, it's a one-sided conversation. So, you know, very left out. Okay. So, um, I'm going to take an analogy. But let's say, you know, you're at home and you notice that um, the fireplace so is, 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 you know, some of the little bit of the fire has, you know, is, has burned the carpet and is, is, you look at it and you say, that's not normal. 
do you think you would uh, turn off the fire or would you let the fire burn the whole house down? Mm. I think you would try to turn off the fire, but the right. house would burn down. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? So the fire represents his rage. So he just gave you a little taste. So a little bit of the fire touched the carpet and you have a choice. You know, oh, it's no big deal. I just, you know, I can turn this fire off easy. But the thing is, um, my advice is to follow your intuition always and certainly not to stay with a man that makes you feel unheard or stressed because the rent towards politics will one day be used in the same emotional tense tone for when it comes to an argument about the relationship. So mm, he gave you yeah. a first taste of what his tense anger and, and emotion are and I think you should reflect before you take decision. But if I were you, I would not stay with a partner that is like that. Life is too short. That's right. That's so true. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're most welcome. <laughs> Remember, la joie de vivre. French people say la joie de vivre. It's the joy of life. We want to be with somebody who makes us laugh, who makes us feel heard, who makes us feel happy. Not tense, upset, and scared. So good luck and take the right decision, please. Okay. Thank you so much, Simon. You got it. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Hope. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Changing gears. I just received a very interesting email at therendezvousshow.com from Kay, who is in a non-exclusive relationship with different people and have a question for me. So her question is next. So I received this interesting email from Kay at therendezvousshow.com who says that, Simon, what would you do when you're in a multiple-person relationship and you are in love with two of three of your partners. The third is my best friend. It's so complicated. I'm a woman with three men. We want a family, but jealousy of time is constant or not feeling love and appreciation. How do you satisfy the people you love? Ow, listen, Kay, if you are dating three people, how do you satisfy the three people you love? I'm going to give you my best answer next. Say you are dating three people, you love three people, you're not exclusive, right? So, you know, until you have the talk, everybody can date how many partners they want. So Kay is, is sent me an email at therendezvousshow.com saying, you know, really, I'm dating three men, but jealousy of time is constant or not feeling love and appreciation. How do you satisfy the people you love? Kay, when you date three people, you have to be honest with the three. That's how you do it. So if everybody's okay with that, then you say, you know, this night is for you, this night is for you, this time is for you. As long as everybody's honest and everybody is on the same page, you avoid conflicts. What creates problems when you're dating multiple people is you're not honest, right? So everybody has to be adult and agree to the terms of non-exclusive dating. Take it or leave it. That's my advice. Be transparent. You calls and your questions are next. If you feel generous in your heart and you want to share something romantic that has happened to you or maybe you did for somebody, please call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Christina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, uh, your husband did something super sweet and romantic for you and your daughter. I'm, I'm curious, what did he do? It was so lovely. So, I, I love pasta, just love it. And he actually learned how to make homemade pasta made different shapes and different sauces. And then, you know, our daughter, she's five, 
And she asked him to make it in the shape of my face. And it didn't look anything like me. I mean, it looked sort of like me, but it was the sweetest thing because it made her excited. It made my day. It was actually decent pasta, too. <laughs> and oh, it was just amazing. So I, I love that, but I'm curious. Did you use, I mean, tomato sauce for your lips, for red lipstick? I mean, how, how do you make somebody's yeah, face with yeah. pasta? He, well, he did add some olives. He did add some cut-up olives to help. But, yes, he did, like, for some colors, he used marinara sauce, and then he used, like, a vodka sauce for my hair. Uh, I, I do have light-colored hair. And then he, he used, like, a Alfredo for my face. Wow. Listen, that is a piece of art. I like that. And your daughter, what did she say? She, oh, she was... So excited! I mean, oh my goodness! Yeah, we couldn't eat it for like a little bit because she's like, "No, we can't eat it yet." That is super sweet. I've heard a lot of stories. The first time I hear a husband uh, kind of doing his his wife face for her and a daughter with pasta and ingredients, that is one of a kind. So, uh, if I were you, I would think about another dish to make his face. Maybe it was a, a tarte or, or, or some dessert. That would be cool. I, I love that. I'll, I'll have to figure that out. I don't know if I can top it, but I'll, I'm going to try. You, you should. But anyway, thank you so much, Christina, for sharing. That was super sweet. I appreciate it, and have a good night. Bonsoir. Coming up, we're going to get to a voicemail who has a question for me about friends with benefits. And that is next. If you have a question for me 24-7, even offshore hours, just leave me a voicemail, 855 905 8255, like this one. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Christina, and I have a question for you. So I just got out of a really long relationship, and I'm definitely not ready to start dating again, not ready for the strings and the commitment. But I am interested in having some ooh-la-la. So I've been looking into maybe starting a friends with benefits situation, something like that. I've never done anything like this before. A girlfriend of mine suggested it, and I just want to know from you, is this a good idea? If so, how do I go about it? I know there's always a risk of catching feelings and feelings getting hurt. Um, thank you so much. I look forward to listening and hearing your answer. I absolutely love your show. Christina, thanks for the voicemail. How do you know if you should go forward or not with a friend who's been in a fit situation? I'll tell you what I think next. I got a voicemail from Christina who says, you know, I've been out of a long, long-term relationship. You know, I just wanted something easy. I just want to maybe explore the friend's benefit situation just for ooh-la-la. Simon, you know, should I or should I not go ahead? What are the risks? It's very simple. I don't really recommend it, Christina, because if you start to open the fire uh, and you have ooh-la-la with somebody, and you do catch feelings, that's the fire, you're going to get hurt. Because when a man hears, and I'm a guy, that a girl is okay just to ooh the chance of this guy catching feelings for you is very little. It's a d different button in our mind. It's great ooh but you become more of an object than a subject, if you get my drift. You become more like just ooh partner, not relationship potential partner. Um, but once again, that's you intuition, and that's your decision. I don't recommend it for most, but for some it works. So just follow your intuition, 
and decide what to do is best for you. You calls are next. Any questions for me about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Diana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So where is the guy you started to date? What's going on with him? I wish that I knew. Um, <laughs> we had just started seeing each other. Um, we've been out a few times, you know, so we don't know each other super well yet. But, you know, we were really starting to connect. It was getting, you know, more interesting conversations. And now um, he kind of is pulling away quite a bit. It's, uh, he's, he's basically ghosting me. And, um, you know, like I know everyone is dealing with this pandemic situation in their own way and like I want to be respectful of that but like I guess my question is how do I proceed right now like do I just back off can I like call him out on ignoring me like how do I how do I handle this so I can still like be respectful of him but like you know take care of my own feelings oh sure sure that's no that's a good question so um when you say it's ghosted so you texted him and he never answered you what what how do we measure the fact that he ghosted you yeah, so there was multiple texts and he, he hasn't responded and um yeah, so it's it's been a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh before you guys uh went and, and did this different ways because of quarantining and all that, uh did you guys kissed? Uh yeah. Okay. Did you guys ooh la la? <laughs> no, no ooh la la, not yet. Not yet, okay. So just kissing, right? No, nothing more. Just kissing, yeah. So the only strategy when a guy or a girl, whoever is your partner, ghost on you is to take distance. Basically, you disappear. You ghost back. And that gives them a chance to either miss you and realize they are silly for not investing their heart and their time in you, or it's not meant to be, and they have no regrets, and you'll never hear from them. But it protects your dignity. See, Diana, every time somebody goes away from you, don't run after the person. Run the other way. Mm. Because then the person looks behind and says, there's nobody left, and they're going to reach out to you if they miss you. If they don't miss you, then it's not meant to be, and you're not wasting your time. You're already looking for somebody else. Yeah, that makes sense. So no more calls, no more text, nothing, and um, you disappear. And we'll see how it goes. If you don't hear from him in a week, then don't even wait for him anymore. You know, you go online, online dating, and chat with other guys. But remember that key rule. Somebody ghost on you, you ghost back right away. Okay. okay. I'll, I'm going to uh, trust you on it. You can. I, it has worked for me many times. So good luck with that strategy. Thank you, and have a good night. Good night, Simon. I got a last good question for you to finish the show. How do you feel about cuddling? Let's talk about cuddling next. I got a question for you. You know, it, it's a key question, really. Some people love it, some people hate it. So how do you feel about cuddling? Right? And I believe that cuddling is a very essential part of being together. Uh, each in our own rhythm, everybody's a different rhythm and different liking and cuddling and, and all that and when is the right time. But I feel it's important. So I wanted to know what you thought and I put it on my social media at Monev Radio. Here are the results. 82% of you said, I love it. I love cuddling. 18% of you said, I hate cuddling. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I just, I'll be honest, I don't think I could go out with somebody that hate cuddling. I would 
I would feel rejected. But that's just me, and, and I get it. After all, you know, we are as we are. So thank you so much for voting massively to my questions. Follow me always on social media. Great stuff by my producers and myself, at Rendezvous Radio. If you're not doing it already, at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.